0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Yo, it is another episode of High Hopes as we are sitting around and waiting, waiting for the Phillies Facebook game to happen. Is. I am here with John Marks. And look at this. We are all excited. We're about to do a podcast without Jack Fritz. And who the hell walks in the studio right when we're recording?
2: Yeah, I actually thought I wasn't—I didn't want to be <laughs> aggravated today. You were going to aggravate me enough for a good conversation, but but uh, but Gabe Kapler Jr. here, <laughs> Jack Fritz. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know if Jack's going to come back in or whatever. But, yes, we are currently recording during the Phillies-Mets rain delay, which, I mean, dude, I don't I, – I don't know why they didn't start the game yep. until a, a rain came through. Yep. But it had
1: you mad. could actually. I was in the studio with Mike Angelina, and during the breaks, Fransky and Stalker going back and forth, being like, "Do you see rain? I don't see rain." Why, well, I know when I looked, why at, we started.
2: I looked at the forecast. I guess what they thought was there's something to be coming in right now, and maybe done at two two thirty. I wonder if they decided they didn't want to start the game because Just to stop it. Well, it's the Facebook Live because it's supposed to clear it's a great out. Point. So maybe they thought that people would tune in and be pissed. That the game went to rain delay and then not check back in, I don't know, but uh, it doesn't seem doesn't make much sense to sit around for an hour and a half or two hours waiting waiting for the rain to start. They right. could have gotten two hours of yeah. The game I think
1: in. part of it is look if you're either team, the Mets or the Phillies, you've got Nola or Syndergaard on the hill today. You don't want to waste that start. You don't want to play for an hour. Have no, you know, Syndergaard or Nola pitch three innings. And then you get an hour grade delay, and you have to. to set no, that's it down. definitely
2: part of it. This early in the season, you don't want to bring out Aaron Nola, uh, put him in for five and a third, and then yank him because of pitches. some stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, did I? I lost track of my. Uh... <laughs> well,
1: let's get into that. Let's get into that real quick. Also, um, for all the people out there who uh who have complained about Facebook, I'm very sorry. I know that uh, people are really angry about this Facebook thing, but. Uh, that's either here, or there, there. Are you pro
2: Facebook only game?
1: I, I, I don't care. Like it's fine. I I watch all my games on a stream anyway. I watch it on the NBC Sports app and I stream it to my television, so it it's not a huge difference for me. It doesn't bother me. But I get it. Look, I get that the core audience of the Phillies is the older side. This is not something that a lot of people are excited for. What it's worth, I haven't been to the Facebook page yet because I knew the game hadn't started, so I don't know how it looks. I've seen a lot of people tweet out that it's a really tiny. With a I'm not on Facebook.
2: I, I'm not on Facebook, and I have a desire to to go to Facebook to watch it. I'm like you; I go to the NBC Sports app. Yep. And I watch a lot of times. If I'm if I'm up in bed and my wife's going to sleep, like, so "Can we turn uh, turn the TV off?" I just watch on my iPad or yep, my phone. Too. The 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 picture's great. It's perfect. When I stream. I do believe that it should be offered on the regular TV.
1: Even if it's the MLB Network or whatever it is, somewhere on TV. Some I, I'm with you. Look, it's it's a big enough thing where there, people watch every single game. You know, this is something where a lot of people care about this team. They watch every single game. And on top of that, you're paying your cable bill if you are, if you're not like, you know, someone who streams it, you're paying your cable bill. It's
2: it's flat out stupid. And I, I would really like to know, I wanted to text John Brazier and at least get an idea of how is, the
1: teams feel about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you like, know there's a majorly, Facebook right. said, here's money, give us games. And and basically baseball said, sure.
2: And that's great. And I, lo- I like the fact that they are thinking outside the box and they're saying like, hey, let's try streaming it. But offer it Especially now, offer it on regular cable. Like you, Sports Sportsnet's had, or excuse me, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and then their sub channel has had Sixers and Flyers on the same night, to where there's really nowhere else to put the Phillies. So, I, I don't know what to say for those nights. Right. But if MLB Network should be picking up some of these games, I know ESPN doesn't isn't going to. But but anyway. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed that it's not on regular TV, but I'll still be able to watch it.
1: Same. Uh, I mean, well, get used to it. Apparently the Phillies are three of the first nine of these 25 Facebook games, so we're going to get more of this coming up in the near future. But, John, let's get into it. You and I haven't had a chance to talk on this show in a while. And no, it's been a while. Not since everybody's wanted to fire Gabe Gabler, And I'm losing my mind, John. And, I look, I know. I, I think that um, you know, it's been a tough start to the season. I think there is no... Uh, any baseball fan, no matter how Jack Fritz level you are, you're going to be a little annoyed by the way this season has started. But what's your general take? I know you're not in the fire game, Kapler, after four games camp. Like, some people are. But where do you come down so far on what you've seen from the the team and really from the manager through four games?
2: Well, anybody that says you're going to – and it was really three games that people were talking about. I don't really – I don't even take any of that seriously. I, I kind of I, I laugh and chuckle at the overreaction. <laughs> so I feel like we're overreacting, yeah. and we know we're overreacting. You're asking the question of, is it too early? <laughs> of course, it's too early. Is it too early to say to yourself like, hey, maybe there are going to be some growing pains? Of course not. And there clearly are going to be some growing pains. Um, he was on with Angelo this morning. We're taping this on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He was on with Angelo this morning. He offered an explanation of sorts. Exactly what happened with Hobie Milner and not having somebody. Kind of he did, and then he also a- answered the question to Aaron Nola, and I I, I kind of call BS on both.
1: Oh, it, it's interesting because I thought the I-, I agree with you the the BS on the first part. I thought his answer on Nola was pretty solid, but tell me why you didn't like it. So
2: I mean, and maybe you can pull these up. I don't even know if if it's possible that we're able to, to pull it up on the thing. But so he, he let me start with the let me start with the the bullpen one. It probably was somebody else's fault. Uh, or it could be somebody else's fault, but all he's doing is he's saying it's somebody else's fault without naming the person mm-hmm. because he's saying, "Well, it's my responsibility, but now I'm going to make sure that better
1: he, communication isn't he that." Didn't, true? He didn't
2: come out and say it's somebody. I had I had called down there. Right. He was supposed to be up. I'm not saying that
1: he needs to call anybody else out, but really what he's doing is he's calling somebody out. You're just not naming them by name. Right. Go one way or the other. Just to, and what he should have done was a hundred percent take responsibility and just move forward. And that's it. That's it, without an
2: explanation. Andy Reid gave... I agree. Andy Reid would give uh it's on me, with no explanation. I have to do a better job. You Boom. Can't, you can't end, say end it's all it. on you. Because I, it's not on you if someone else screwed up. Right. Bottom line, it's really but not on you. I am okay you.
1: with the manager getting his, whoever's back, his coaching, it is on him. I, I'm okay with that.
2: Again, first-time manager, he's going to have... And I, and I like him. I do. I like the fact that, that he does talk. I think he's eventually going to maybe talk a little bit too much for his own good. So I, I with that whole part, I was just like, dude... Like, either, either you, uh, you did it and then it's over. Like, don't say, oh, it's all at my but Blah, 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 Right. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, right. With the Nola thing, here here here's here's what it comes down to. Let me ask you this. Why, why do you think he took him out? Did he take him out because he was about the number of pitches that he's thrown? And, or was it just totally, because on Angelo this morning, he had seen. Talked about the matchup, but then he said, Oh, and well, we knew coming in was out there for a long time. Which by the way, Yeah.
1: Like, but that, I, I'm
2: okay with that, that part of it. That's not why he lifted him. He lifted him because he liked the the left on left matchup. So he, so half of what he's saying is BS. It had nothing to do with his well, pitch count.
1: Well, I think here's the thing. I don't think it had nothing to do with his pitch count. I I do agree and I think that they I think they came in purposefully saying we're not gonna let Nola go too long today. Coming off forty, Agreed. I, Agreed. I, and, and I agree should. with that. I think that's right. It was just bad timing the way it worked out. And to the point about the lefty lefty matchup and the Hopi Milner stuff, he's right about that. I mean, is a left hander. He is tough to face hitters. And look, the fifteen best hitters in baseball. All right, the guy, the guy made a great play. He got a, he, he knocked one out of the park. I'm okay with the no lefty lefty, and I'm okay. I'm okay with the process instead of being over the results. I think the issue there, and I think you hit on it there too, is the kind. You know, it, it looked like he was focusing too much on the numbers and not enough on the feel for the situation.
2: I do agree that given that situation, he says, "Well, if all else was equal, and he had thrown 48 pitches, or it was the." Maybe the middle of the season. Maybe I I firmly believe that seventy five percent was the matchup, to, and, that, and this is what worries me. And twenty five. in that situation,
1: you are going to see that, regardless of it's the middle of the season, right?
2: And and that's what. And here is what I think happens. He eventually changes a little bit because he's going to realize that that you know analytics are all they are are really numbers. You don't have to use them. It's just something to look at and and take just take more information, information. And, and go from there. But it, these people aren't robots. Like I, I heard. That's that, a big key. I heard him say that, well, the, and, and I do if wrote this too, the third time around the lineup, uh Noah, the. It's like a
1: 200 point jump in OPS. Big, big jump, Significant. the batter. And you know what? Three hitter is like, a, you know, Eric Hosmer type level guy, 830 hit at I think, OPS. I
2: think if you took most starting pitchers, the third time around the lineup, of course they're going to have better timing on you. Remember Jamie Moyer, first, first time around the lineup, he would fool guys in the, Second time, he'd struggle. And then the third, third time, time you want you him out, had to, yeah, you had you to. want him out because because they they're, they're smashing them. Yep. So that's he's a five or six inning pitcher. Nola, this early in the season, of course, yeah. Is the is the is it going to change? Sure. But relying solely on that number based on stats, I ask you a question. On in the outings that Nola was sharp and was looking really good, what was the OPS the third time around
1: the line? So, well, that's a great question, and that's why I think you hit on a, a perfect point, John. In that he you, was sharp, by the well, way. Yeah, and you can't. The point is, you can't look at these numbers as a, a whole thing. You can't just say, "Oh, the third time through the lineup, it's an 8.30 OPS." That's the way. it Ify is. If he's struggling, what you should do is, like you're saying, man, like go back and look at that that 10 start streak where he had six innings or more, two earned runs or less. See how he looked the third time through the lineup in those games. It's not a, a they had 30 full
2: time math guys that are working in their front office which is great I think it's a good thing it's great number for when he's sharp because when he's not sharp and even if he's not giving up runs but he's getting out of innings he gets a double play the weather's bad but when he's not sharp Maybe those numbers are different because now they're just they're waiting to get to the third time around, and it's just kind of the luck that's helped them before now isn't. But when he's
1: sharp, I'd like to see what those numbers. And are. And then also those numbers can be inflated by one bad time through the uh, line up a third time. You give up six runs, you're you go through and you get really shelled. That's really going to inflate those types of numbers across the board and all that type of stuff as well.
2: Here's the other problem. It's it's not just about pulling them in the in the fifth inning because you know what, James. The bullpen gave up six runs in the eighth and ninth yep. inning. That home run had nothing to do with nope. the loss. It, it didn't. To do they with were up the five to two after that. They I were mean, up five to two. If Neris does his job, if if they tack on if any more Morgan runs, doesn't this, come this that in. all that stuff. Here's the problem: he double he doubled up on that with using eight relievers in nine innings, mm-hmm. and then a ninth reliever to get through eleven, and then he had to use Pedro Florimond the very next day.
1: Right for what it's worth, like. You're down 11 runs. I, I he didn't oh, have anybody left. But, but but in that case, even if he did, I'd rather use a position player. Like, that game's over. Like, why waste an inning of an arm? You know what I mean? Why waste any pitches on someone who's going to throw meaningful pitches this season? That The floor month thing of everything is the thing that I have the least problem with. The problem wasn't right. two in that spot to begin with. That's the real thing but you want to issue The problem an issue is
2: with. now you've been through three games and you've exhausted your bullpen right. three games into the right. season. Right. And
1: they got, actually kind of got lucky with that snow out in the sense that it gave the bullpen a chance to rest. And for what it's worth, in the two nothing loss, I thought he handled the bullpen perfectly. Like I don't think you could have asked for a better job. Eat the lefty righty stuff worked, you know. Bringing, uh, keeping Milner in, forcing them to take Gonzalez out, bringing Ramos in. Like I thought that all worked really well. I have I don't I don't, I don't think he's an idiot.
2: Yeah, you know, I I don't think that he doesn't understand baseball. He's sharp. But Gabe Kapler's a sharp dude. There's no doubt about it. Uh He's. He's going to figure it out. That's the way
1: I have to look at it right mm-hmm. now is give him some time to figure it out. And I, that's the thing. I think that we kind of maybe got a little jaded because of Chip Kelly. And look, Chip Kelly is the perfect type of comp for Gabe Kapler in the way he goes about his business, the way he acts. But I think we've already seen, and even with the interview from Angela, whatever else you want to take from it, he was more self-aware and more willing to admit being wrong than we ever saw goes a long Chip way. Kelly. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. And it pe- also makes a difference. Pe- I want him to think he's wrong when he's wrong.
2: Yeah, people have their pitchforks out now. They're waiting for more mistakes. And here's the problem well, that, with
1: like it. real quick, like like the two nothing game where it's like that that was so overrated. The the non double play on the on the shift, like sure, like you know you would like Kingery to be in the right position there, but that's not why they lost that game. They lost that game because they got three hits and they went over seven with runners. Board no,
2: you're, it's one of those early April games where it's cold. No one wants to be up there hitting off a of Harvey throwing, even if he's throwing 95, yep. 96. It's a tough game, to, It's a tough, and they got two runs. Not like the Mets were hitting the cover off the ball no. either. It was yeah. a nasty It was one game. inning. It was
1: be, one, one inning of scoring, and that was it.
2: Go, it's going to be nasty and cold today yeah, and yes. windy by the time they actually start Noah this game. Noah Syndergaard
1: throwing 98. It's going to be awesome. Which I'm probably not going to be on the air today because <laughs> yeah, the game right. still hasn't started. Your so, show is not happening. You yeah, so came the, in to do this I came today. in to do this. Now, I can, now we can go a little bit later if we want. <laughs> yeah, I love by, it.
2: By the way, I wanted to add this for everybody. If you're enjoying this. Uh please and, and we're gonna we're gonna have a set schedule for when we're gonna do this. So we're gonna we're gonna try to do a Sunday night one and then we're gonna do a uh a fifty one minute podcast <laughs> because it's going on Philly's Phil's twenty four seven, which is on ninety-eight point one HD. HD So the two people out there that think about H D radio, you can hear us. Do you know <laughs> when
1: like, you're one of those two people is the thing. The funny thing is I did this show Phillies today last year, all year for Philly's twenty four seven network. And only one person ever said anything. Ever commented? to commented. Yeah, it was you.
2: It was yeah, you. me. Yeah, I'm like, oh well, let me tune James in, and I went to tune James in, and it was a, it was a podcast from 2011, or no, 2012, yeah. and I was like, wow, I guess they play the old episodes because it was it was spring training, and whoever was doing it, and I don't remember his name, was making the case for why the why the Phillies. We're still going to compete and contend that year. <laughs> Chase Huntley can still do it. And it, the the six years of hindsight was amazing. So I'm like, so that was on. And and then I found out that no, it was a mistake. Yeah. It shouldn't have been airing. Yeah. All right. So Fritz just came in here. Fritzy, what's up, Fritz? So
1: I th- we I think we know where Fritz comes down on the whole Gabe Kapler of it all. As uh, look at the smile on Fritz's no, face.
2: No, I know. But see, but here's the, here's the thing. He he has a little bit of Cowherd and Skip Bayless in him and he just has some millennial in him as well and then he he's a sharp baseball mind. Uh-huh. But he'll like to it's play all the a other combination side. combination right there. Right, like James, you and I can have a where you can be like, "Hey, people are going over the top. I still believe <laughs> in a lot of what they do, but there's some things that you can't do." he's he's failing. Oh, everything's well, doing okay, great. Real it's quick, fine.
1: Real quick, because I think, I think of all the stuff that's happened in the first four games, the one thing that is inexcusable, and he's a first-time manager, and I'm going to give him a pass, but it can never, ever, ever, ever happen again, is you cannot call to the bullpen and not have a guy ready. That cannot yeah, kinda, happen. So, Jack Fritz, step into the microphone here. Defend that.
2: No, and I kind of I kind of glazed over it because I had talked about it on the air. I've watched baseball, uh, I don't know how many games in my career, Uh, in, In my life I've never seen it happen I've never seen a manager Go to the bullpen And there was no Throwing Or ready to come
3: in the game Yeah, it's ridiculous, and I don't like being painted as a (laughs) artist. I just think I think it's egregious. Like, here's the thing: is I think the Phillies are moving in the right direction, and whether you want to believe that or not believe that, I don't really care. The Phillies are moving in the right direction. This is the way baseball is going, and unfortunately, like I love the old school. I like the old school. I love old school baseball. I like pitchers going deep into games. I like bunning guys over. I like all that stuff. I think that's great. That's what baseball is in my mind. But that's not the way the way the way the games played anymore. And I know it's been. Four horrible, five horrible games, and it stinks. But here's the thing: is that baseball's moving manager. He's made some mistakes. Pulling Nola was obviously a mistake. But like, when the hell are we gonna get over it? Like, <laughs> like when? Are, like, all I've heard is like he pulled Nola. He pulled Nola. Like, who cares? He was the he, first game. It was it was bad. It was a bad decision. But it's always process over results. Like, but if, here's the problem the with the it. With job, we're not even talking about. Here's
2: this. the problem with it. He he says he would do it again. Yeah. So I, by the way, I don't believe that. Because I, I, what happens is then you're like, wow. Well, even if you believe in the analytics, you realize, well, I can't keep doing this. And no, it's yeah. failing. But he, he said it on Angelo today, he would do it again. Okay, well, the, then you're an idiot because if you know the re- end result, of course you wouldn't do it again, right? And I think that's how he could answer it. Was like, well, Angelo, I know how it worked out, so no, I wouldn't do that again. But so he should know that here's blow why a I five nothing lead. Here's why I did it. No, I said to James earlier in the podcast that that. It had nothing to do with the game they were still up five to two six runs in the eighth and ninth inning
3: it had
2: it it, did, it didn't it wasn't be, that didn't change the game necessarily it, it maybe gave them a little bit momentum but if the bullpen does their job they win
3: it if it happens again in june or may i'll be terrified i'll be petrified because you can't get 68 pitches out of your ace and expect to go uh, expect to game.
2: i'm even okay with him putting a, a pitch limit on him because he had thrown what four innings was the most he'd thrown in spring training or whatever. But here's the problem with it: it didn't have anything to do with the pitches. He he wanted the he wanted the matchup. It didn't have anything to do with the pitches. Or he would have taken him out after five, right? Because he he just he, he just had him come up at the at the end of the the, the end. Of course, if you're worried about it. so he it, he wanted he wanted the situation. He wanted the left on left. He has some freaking stat out there that tells him this is what to do. These guys aren't robots.
3: My one problem with the stats is that it has been a lot of small sample sizes, yeah. like very ho- small. Hobie Milner has, has he's faced Freddie Freeman, yeah, five but, times.
2: But then when I said to James was well, when when Noel's really sharp, what's the OPS the third time around the rotation? Like when he's, when right. he's pitching shitty, yeah, I'm sure the OPS is going to be through the roof. When he's really sharp, what is the, the third time around the lineup? You just can't use numbers and say, well, this is the way it is, so I'm going to do it. I agree. There's the devils in the details, there. right? I agree. But we all agree that like. Me. this I was hoping um, to start. Um, me too. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pissed, right? I was ready, man. I
1: was ready to be walking around my maroon. Oh, for to the everywhere. top,
2: at the end of. Uh,
1: I told you the Phillies are gonna be freaking awesome.
2: Everybody, just relax and have a cream soda. Right? Yeah, and I do it's think you make,
1: I think you make a good point too, though, about the robots thing and about all that. I think that that's something, and I don't think, look, Kepler played in the majors for 12 years. He doesn't think that baseball players are robots. But I do think that that you have to be in these situations as a manager. You have to understand how players react as a manager rather than as a player. And I think that's something that he's hopefully going to assume that he's going to learn. And I think that's something that really can help moving forward. All right, part of this podcast. Um, obviously, it's not going to help anyone listening. But you'll hear it. But we're going to tweet it out. The second part of this podcast is going to be a little Facebook live action where people can get involved on ask questions. On the WIP account. Facebook on live. the WIP. Well, no one listening to this, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to, I guess they can go back and well, watch it. If they don't want to listen, they can go back. It'll be on the Facebook page to but listen. It,
2: it explains where it's coming from.
1: Right. Uh, it's not yes. just coming from the space yes, where we're getting it. true. These Facebook things. is a real hot button issue right now. So you're right. We should make sure we clarify Jack's. Uh, I'm thing. sure Jack's, sure Jack's
2: anti TV. <laughs>
1: What's your thought on it? Real quick, Facebook thing. Get in here.
2: No, no, but everybody has on, got this a hot take on this particular. get in. Are you are you as angry as some people that the game's not on TV?
1: I mean, I wish it was
3: on TV. Me way, too. It'd be way better yeah, if it was on dude. TV. But like, I don't know. Just go watch it on Facebook if you really want to watch it. Listen, these More old people have nothing else to do besides go on Facebook all day anyway. Just yeah, go Yeah, but watch, maybe. Go watch the game. But here's the thing. It's, right? It should yeah, be an sure. option. It's your. Low, well, then, but your, you're not gonna get like a good, good test sample size if it's if there's options because obviously people are trying to watch on TV. They're trying to figure out if things work on Facebook.
1: Well, right. What it comes down to is the fact that Major League Baseball paid or got paid for this by Facebook, and that's it. Like end of story. That's all. No, it. it's it's a good it's a good
2: test case, but I, I never think it's a good thing when your fans can't watch or well,
3: especially when it's Nola versus Syndergaard. Yes, like people need to watch right. Nola Syndergaard
1: or the fifth game of the season when you're trying to get people excited about Phillies baseball.
3: But yeah. It's not the Phillies' fault.
2: I'm, cool. I, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But I, I mean, I, I'm not really inconvenienced. I can watch. I watched a lot of the games on my phone anyway. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter to me. But I, I just. I don't think it's a good. I. I, I you're right about the money. I think that they hear everybody talking about how baseball is this old sport and they need to change things and everything else. Oh, well, let's stream it. That's great for the young viewers. That
1: doesn't change the game. Viewers aren't going to be like, oh, what's this? Oh, this is baseball? I've never oh, cool. heard of this. I'm on Facebook. I'm just checking out pictures, but I made it this baseball game.
2: Or maybe like, they're a- looking at the old demo like Jack said. That people will be like, "Oh, I'm on Facebook here talking about Donald Trump." Was oh, that a
3: political meme? Oh, is that a baseball game? Perfect.
2: <laughs> Isn't that what Facebook's for? Is fighting about the president and uh, and and looking at grandchildren's yeah or, or children's pictures
1: and something about fake news? I don't know. I've heard that somewhere. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're coming right back. Uh, it won't be, we're going to be like right back for you guys, but for us it'll be a couple minutes. But Facebook Live coming up next. We are live. How about that?
4: James Seltzer- Marks. What is up?
1: No one's going to be able to see it because it's on Facebook is the problem. So it, w- yeah. it will not be watched. It's well, the games won't have been seen on, on TV. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, see on on Facebook. We, we're, we're, we're down with Facebook. Apparently everybody else not so happy about the game on Facebook. But well, you it's know. just
2: pe- people have to complain about. You know what I mean? So they're complaining <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, you could say that. Do I think it's it's wise to not have baseball available on TV? Of course I don't. I can watch the. I, I don't have. I'm not on Facebook, but I can watch the NBC Sports app, and that's how I watch a lot of the stuff anyway. But for people that don't have access to that, they should be able to watch at home on their TV. So I I, I don't think it's smart, but. I think it's also the end of the world.
1: Yeah, no. We're, and it's the future. It's where we're going sadly. Yeah, but notice, c- cable is on the way down. I mean, let's be real. As
2: soon as they figure out a way to charge us 250 bucks a month to be able to stream stuff, we then, then they'll go away right. with cable. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's really bothersome to me is this was a, what time was it? One ten, And they're going to be starting, I guess, in 15 minutes. It hadn't even really rained there yet. <laughs> it was just drizzle. I was just talking to Mike Angelina <laughs> and, and Moshe, and they both said that... that they could have been playing this whole time. They were waiting for a storm through. A band. So selfishly, because I want to be on the air today. Sure, we're probably, probably not going to get on the air today. I don't I know if Mike and I are get on the air. Very unlikely. Right. If you
1: do, it'll be one of those fifteen. Oh, that should be fun. Yeah, so maybe I'll <laughs> stick around and do and do uh,
2: final out. with, yeah, with final uh, out. Joe with Joe Giglio, but.
1: It's actually the Jack Fritz show with Joe Giglio is what it's uh, It's what it's turned into. And there's Jack right there. (laughs) So
2: the people that are are tuned in right now, we do a podcast that we'll we'll be doing two or three times a week, at least twice a week during the Philly season, uh, that you can subscribe to through Stitcher. I all that good uh, stuff.
1: CVS, Rite Aid.
2: do we really? Don't you love when people have to explain where they can find the podcast? I'm pretty sure I you're going to be able to find I love, where the I, podcast. I, I and I love it when they Stitcher. go through the whole thing. Uh, yeah,
1: the whole like <laughs> ten different places of mine. It's like iTunes. All right, cool. Thanks. We're good.
2: Awesome. So we'll, we'll take your questions and answers, and uh, you guys the yeah, and, and and we tweet everything out. So you at can, High
1: Hope Spot on Twitter, give us a follow.
2: Yep, give us a follow. Check it out. But we do. Uh, you know, we we we're, we're, we started this last year because frankly. It's tough to talk about baseball a lot on the air unless the team's good or unless right? Gabe
1: Kapler is the manager apparently. Or unless Gabe <laughs> Kapler's the manager, yeah.
2: So uh so it g- kind of gave us an avenue as big Phillies fans and big baseball fans to to be able to talk about the team that we like rather than trying to kind of fit it in there and worry about people tuning it out and especially with the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, this is something fun. Mike Angeline's Big Daddy overnights. He's a part of the show. We have, we have sometimes mm-hmm. i'm going to start doing a minor league report which is
1: long time coming i mean long time coming john mark's minor league report since i've known him it just hasn't been on the air so this is very exciting no, to it's actually just for, it's just for me yes. it's not for anybody else <laughs> you can i mean i feel like we've been talking minor league baseball for like 5 years and i very rarely if ever get to hear you say it on the air so jack fritz is our draft expert we're going to st- we're going to co-mingle the segments yes, He is because... literally the only person not employed by baseball america who gives a crap about the college baseball draft so, well, draft, I, so. Like <laughs> june, right? or, I like
2: it come june right or the like end it. of may I I like
1: it once I find out who's going to be a Philly, and then I'll follow his career from there. Uh, Jack's going to put a mock out, by the way. <laughs> on one of the,
2: uh... But anyway, let me read a tweet here while we wait for the questions. So get your questions in to us. Let me give you a tweet from John Barchard. Who's that? He, he, Is a, that someone uh, I should know? He's a guy that uh, used to be on W. No, he, John Barchard, Blue and Green Nation, yes, WIP. Here, here's the tweet. Phillies have played four games, and Kapler has already lost everyone in this city. Impressive. Oh, yeah, and Ridiculous. Kind of feels like a halfway pandering tweet to inflame some people and get some retweets. Here's the thing, all right. Here's the deal: people are overreacting. People are are, are being stupid. They're not overreacting to what happened in some of the games and, and some of the moves. But anybody that's saying right now that he they don't really mean it, and he hasn't lost the city. They start winning games. Everybody's going to forget about it. Immediately, so he has. To, he they just has to win games. Complain about him. Come all star break. Mm-hmm. They better be willing to be pissed. That's the bottom line.
1: Yeah, that is the bottom line. But at the same time I think that I think that it's also that Kapler was coming in as this different type of guy, analytics, all this type of stuff. And I do think there is a portion of this fan base that was looking, not wanting him to fail, but was looking for the first opportunity to jump on him. And that opportunity came immediately and they pounced. I think that was part well, of Howard, it, Well, Howard was like well, that before the game even started. There like, was I'm- nobody
2: happier to see oh my the failure than Howard. I could see his smile through his tweets that he was putting out about Kapler.
1: Oh yeah, we had him on the show on Thursday. What was it The, the I guess it would be a, the day of uh, opening day, and the game hadn't even been played yet. And he is just ready to murder this team. Like he's just ready to kill the guy.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, basically, yeah, look, look at his Sixers takes and some of his yeah. other takes. It's if, it's, if it's not Eagles, where he's going with a, yes. with a lot of what he Robert's
3: says. Starting on this team.
2: Yes. Yeah. Howard owes me a hundred bucks because. I had said that J.P. Crawford would be the starter. Well, I you know he's going to get said out of that at the beginning of the year. He's going
1: to say, "Well, J.P. Crawford only starts some games at shortstop. No, he... they have Kingery and blah blah. Uh, you know how right? he's going to. He's not going
2: to get out of it. Now the net, I, we doubled down on that hundred bucks with Ben Simmons. I, he said won't be the rookie of the year, and I was like, okay, well, nice. if, you me, if you want to give me hundred bucks right and left, huh? To charity, by the way, I'm not going to pocket that money myself. Going to charity. <laughs> so he's he already owes me. He's going to owe me two hundred dollars. Maybe I'll, I'll contribute some to charity. Yeah. yeah. yeah no it'll be contributed to charity well to
1: barchard's point though and I, I do think that um you got 119 likes oh, so the pandering worked all right am well, I gonna learn a thing or two from that but actually blind okay. one over. no yeah I don't think oh so that's why it happened thank you Porter I I'm, i, I ah, yeah that's what right. did it I don't think it is I, I don't think he's pandering as much as I think he's just saying like and he's right it like to to, to to have anything close to fire Kepler after four games is a sh- Terrible, awful take. But, but James, every
2: sport in this city, every every we team, just to have, we you did have, you have a week idiots. Of shows at, and they yes, f- the calling and say this. We just it did happens a show, all the time. We no one shows. Here's what you have hey, to do. We
1: won the Super Bowl. Aren't you happier? Are you going to be less angry? Blah blah. And everyone's like, Yeah. yeah. And, and, and here's an, and a month later.
2: And here's more truth. They'll be bo- they'll be they'll be booing and calling and calling for people's jobs. Five games into the season, if they're not they winning won't. games, of all course. right, because that because that's what we do. You have to take it for what it's worth and enjoy it. I enjoy the overreaction. <laughs> I laugh when I hear people call in to Angelo or whoever call us up in the afternoon and say that they need to get rid of him right now. <laughs> you know, I just, I just laugh because it it's.
1: I do too. While it's you. Funny. While it's funny. you. Crap. Of course, you shouldn't fire a guy after three games. You know who doesn't think it's funny and point. takes it very personally? and Gets right, incredibly yeah. angry yeah. about it. Like, me. I get texts from Jack. Like, I, if I hear one more, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, because I can't take it. It's, just, <laughs> it's
3: like it's, it's just the, it's just the dumbing down of sports conversation is just infuriating to me. To where it's like, well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing already. What? It's been five games. Get him out. We don't need him here. <laughs> Analytics are bad, even though. The two teams in the World Series last year yeah. were two of the most progressive teams the, in the entire the game. The
1: two most analytically inclined and teams in And the last two teams
3: won by tanking, which again works uh, per usual. Uh, it's just the overreaction to everything that goes on. Like we are, we are literally like maybe first drive of the first series of a football season.
1: Well, you average it out. Look, they are four games into the season. You are halfway through the first quarter of the first game of the fo- of the football season. That's the, how f- we said about Doug Pierce. I, I, people keep bringing up Chip Kelly with Gabe Kapler. Why aren't people Peterson? An analytically inclined coach who got bashed in his first year, didn't know what he was doing, and then comes back in the second year and is the best coach in the sport a lot because of his use of analytics and his ability to think differently.
3: That worked out. Analytics are good. Who would have thought, <laughs> who would have thought that math averages out to a good thing over time? Uh, but, I mean, she's not like with Gabe Kapler. There's things he's done so far that I haven't liked at all. Uh, but – I think he's also a first-time manager. He's got experience. He played for twelve years. Like he, just just give him some time. It's been. It's just I can't I can't take the overreaction. Just just calm down. Just calm down. <laughs> if it's happening in a month, I will I will join you on the Fire Catler Bridge. But like, it's the first month of the season. Yeah. the first five games. of the Well,
1: season. and a guy who's again and and, and Arietta's and not even pitching yet. Yes, and he's look he's never managed before. I, he's got. All the baseball experience in the world, as you said, played twelve years, player development, all these types of things, he just hasn't managed before. Give the guy a chance to figure out what it is. He seems like a bright guy. He seems like someone who is willing to at least learn from his mistakes, or at least he says he is. So And for see some reason this pisses people off. But like also like, like most things jack like, says right? i don't know why this makes me so <laughs> mad but i tweeted like he's down
3: neshek and hunter neshek and hunter were brought in here to be just just Stop you two, two best to stop runs Harris, in the, in the yeah. middle of a game like that's what they were brought in to do Arietta's not pitching yet uh vince velasquez hasn't, hasn't gone past the first inning since that padres game two years ago like it's not it's not like he's willfully going out there to lose baseball games like <laughs> well, I hope not. Well, Tommy, Tommy Hunter. <laughs> about Tommy him. Hunter was one of the best relievers in the game last year. He was awesome. And they don't have him. They don't have him. They don't have him, don't have him or Nishak. Nishak was an all-star last year. That's another thing. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't know. It just
1: – Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't know.
3: I'm mad. I'm mad. The one thing I do – tell. The one thing I do think is a little bad is is the fact that, like, you, you spend a whole offseason telling Franco he's got to do this, do that, if he wants to be a, a long-term member of this team. And he goes out in his first game, walks twice, and then is on the bench. So was that positive reinforcement? I think doing? that's fair. I and mean, I, I, granted, you're a Franco I Stan, but yeah. But I, I don't like I don't like making the lineups a week out. I
1: don't either. Actually, I agree I like, with you on that.
3: I like if a guy's
2: hot. If a guy's keep hot,
1: yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with that. I agree with that. Why actually,
2: does he change things? Does he? Well, say, that's what we don't know. Th- does he say that? All right, here and you're watching, you're listening right now. Gabe Kapler had said during the pregame show, I believe, opening day that yes. he makes the lineup seven days out, six or seven days out, I'm sure that he would adjust based on injury. Well based, by, on, based a guy on injury getting getting is going to have to right? up. Well, I mean, it's one thing you're not in the lineup, it's another thing maybe if you're like, you know, elbow's a little bit sore, right. give give him an extra day. But if a guy is on fire, why would you take him out? And I feel like that he will anyway. I mean don't, don't you get don't you get that idea that I'm sure that he's willing That's to what I'm change worried about. it. That's what I'm worried about. but I don't think that he's going to change it unless
1: I mean, I don't even know. No, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried. I heard that, I didn't like it. I don't think that's how you you do baseball. Uh, I'm with you. Look, people get on. I'm not a, and I know the stat community is not very, and this is probably why, stat community is not big believers in streaks. They look at it all independent, whatever. I, I think you get hot. Sometimes you see the ball like a balloon coming at you. You know, sometimes you're just locked in. It's a I, mental game. Yes. When, when When the game's in your head, yes. whether you're a pitcher or a batter, it's in your head. Yes. The one thing Charlie Manuel
2: did very well was he knew when to to ride a guy with the keep going with him he knew when times really really struggling and I well well, Charlie (laughs) sat him down for for I think the last time this might even been 2008 where you felt like he was going to be a lost cause and Charlie sat him down for you know a decent amount of time where he and came back he really did did the same thing with Brett Myers no you're right And, and I think Eventually, Kapler. Everybody's just assuming that you're going to have a robot manager. He's going to figure it out. He's going to know the proper balance of using the analytics, or he's going to fail spectacularly. That's
1: exactly right. Look, or spectacularly. Like that's it. It, These are things that have to happen, and we believe based on what we've heard, seen, whatever from Kapler, that he is going to make adjustments. But obviously, if he doesn't, it's going to be a real issue. You got any questions coming in, Porter?
4: A lot of stuff. I mean,
1: more so. <laughs> <laughs> How many fire Fritz really? comments have we got? I'll just
4: read them. Yeah, read them. Jessica's saying hi, have a good
1: day. Oh, you too, uh, Jessica.
4: Hey. Seltzer is the man. Jackie Pucks will
1: throw eighty-two. Ooh, Todd's got when, your back. When's like that it happening? When's it
2: happening? 16th.
1: May sixteenth. May oh, okay, sixteenth. Jack. let's is, take a pool of uh, where we're at. Yeah, explain pool. what's happening. Jack is. Uh, Jack a a is pole. throwing out the Thank first you. pitch
2: at a Reading Phillies game. It's one of those. Uh, 11 o'clock games that they have okay, so the kids come yeah. so Jack's throwing out the first pitch he claims former base he claims that he can still or he's gonna throw 81 and a half
1: is the over under uh, oh I'm going under and if really I, and if I, if I, I, I believe lose, in Fritz
3: if I lose I, like I have to, to dress as a mascot for the Reading Phillies all day and be that guy
1: or, or if, I go over, if, if I go over,
3: if I go over, Jilio has to do it. So
1: Jilio doesn't believe in you either. No, wow.
3: no he believes in me. I that's
1: can't awesome. believe the hate that's gone. I, I, am putting it on the record. I might be. The, I think I'm the only person at WIB. No, I'm with you. You with me? Yeah. He's gonna do it. Fritz's he gonna. He's, the a, he's a face of pitcher. No, to he's do gonna do throw it. over oh, eighty one now. He, I
2: he, he doesn't know he he can throw eighty two so right now. I feel so
1: confident he's gonna throw over eighty one. He
2: even said he goes. Been a couple years since I did it.
1: Fritz, don't make me look bad. I got your back here. Here's my worry.
2: Remember when uh what's it with John Ross from the Bengals ran that 4 4-2 4240? Yeah,
1: and then he couldn't his and Then season then he, was himself. No, but he was hurt and after he, he like finished fell running. Down. It. As he running, he like, finished at the end and like crumbles to he the was ground. Hurt. You're like, "Oh god." But
2: I never heard anybody mention that. They just talked about how fast he ran it. So if Jack throws 82, but he has to have Tommy John surgery or he literally has a compound fracture in his arm, I don't know if it's worth it. Oh, it's worth it for I me. I should still win the bet. No, see,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's worth it, it for me. If you have major injury, no, it doesn't no, count. No, I'm it. factoring this in. I, I'm fine. <laughs> throw your shoulder out. Get over 81 and a half.
3: Listen, I don't care if I throw my shoulder I will do a lot of things to I'm win a bet. That's what I'm talking about. i I don't, I don't care. This I'll be dedication. Fine. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm also not going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft like John Ross was going right. all out to win a four-yard dash. I'm just going to press some buttons back there. I can do that on a torn rotator. You're so damn right
1: you can, Fred. Of course I can. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What's the highest you ever threw back in the day? 86. Okay. Okay. Must, must have been a quick gun. Okay. Okay. Listen, I
3: was a control guy.
4: 86. 86. I <laughs> say, what else we got, Andrew? Steve Trout says Johnny Marks looks like Charlie Day.
1: Well, it's oh. funny because I sound like Charlie Day. That's he amazing. Looks like Robin he looks more like Rob McElhenney than he does yeah, Charlie Day. I, I think like there's man. no question yeah. about that. I
2: I have a beard and I'm white. So I, <laughs>
1: right. I, right. Get, I, I, get I legit lie. sound like Charlie Day. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, enough, James, people well, well, enough
4: people say it. Enough people said it. Yeah. yeah. James Fran says, it. says, "Fire Capper before it's too late." <laughs> there it, it is. Kapler. Fran,
1: you're, we're talking right to you, buddy.
4: Fire Capper too soon. Capper's a strange duck. That's yes. true. Um, Are the Phillies a playoff team?
2: Yeah, but we I think James and I both yeah. were James would in your predictions
4: basically.
2: Well a good way to James yeah, a good way to James um was a little bit more bold than me. I believe you. I was I was like, <laughs> yeah. put it in this perspective. I was saying nine and seven for the Eagles. James went ten and six. James was saying, no, this team's making the playoffs. Yeah. I was kinda like,
1: "Wow!" Well, and I and it was partially also at 86 playing, wins. playing off you at 86. I was coming in thinking eighty six to be honest. And you went eighty six and I was like, ah oh, man.
2: Eighty six is right there so, to get you in I the playoffs. But it's a nine it's a nine that's and too seven. Lame. I
1: had to do the double jump and went to eighty eight. I didn't feel great about it. Eighty six was the number Matt and I thought they I think the Content. I'm not back. I'm not, backing I'm not off yeah, I'm not back. They're gonna off play meaningful September baseball.
2: It's early, they could have a really bad April, July, and August. This lineup's gonna be hitting. I think Kapler's eventually gonna, gonna have to tinker with the lineup and figure it mm-hmm. out. I don't, I don't like Santana batting second. I know he is the second in the fourth, he doesn't have any speed. You get a guy on the base pass, a little bit more speed can create havoc. That looks like a, a place to put Kingery,
1: in, in my opinion. Is second. Bother me as much. I'm okay with that, but I understand that. As long as my second, my one and two hitters get on base, I don't care if they're they're Fritz slow. Yeah. But that's well, slow.
2: If, you know, maybe move, well, cru- move <laughs> Cesar out of there and put, <laughs> put Kingery there.
1: No, but I'm with you. I understand what you're saying, and I also think that um one thing just to, to kind of mention is look a one and three, one and four stretch, a one and eight stretch or whatever. If it happens in July, no one's talking about it. Nobody. It's just that it's the start of the season. Well, no,
2: it's. The worst thing that could happen for Gabe Kaplan was to start. Yep. On, not even with losses, but losses like this where he's doing. Stu- Again. It couldn't have been worse. I've never seen. And I'm not 80 years old, but I've watched a lot of baseball. Me too. I've never, I've never seen either. a manager go out. I've and never seen it. There's nobody
1: warming up. I've never seen friend friend it. Like, that's never happened before. I've never
2: seen it. I've never seen it. And by the way, and we talked about this earlier in the podcast, um, he. Total BS answer. He said it to Angelo again today. He might, but he might as well have just said, yeah, it was somebody else's fault. But I'm not th- going to tell you. you take responsibility. All he you wants you take responsibility. You move on. You can't take responsibility and then say, oh, and you know, I'm making yeah. sure that that never. He happens He should have gone again. one way and, or the other. Yeah.
1: It should have been, hey, I made the call. It didn't work out. That won't happen again. Or this is all my fault. I'm reading sorry. Between the
2: lines, again. reading between the lines of his answers to that, he's putting it on somebody else, which.
4: It, Did you guys hear the Angelo?
2: I did. Yes. I actually listened to it on the brand-new you know, website that we hello. have.
4: Hello! Nice. Cool. Can I say this? And I'll get you guys a I thought he was very feisty. Like, I, I It's only been four games, but he's his react This his, this is hitting him hard, and I, I can kind of hear it in his voice. Maybe
1: I'm overthinking it. I think feisty is not the word I would use, but I totally agree with you. He sounded hum, a little humbler than the last time. he been a little more self-assured in the way he talked. And I think that was smart. I don't know if it was purposeful or not. He's the kind of guy who you could believe that it is purposeful that he would actually think about the way he sounds in an interview. Well, I think Andrew's saying that... Yeah, uh, I was but not, not. I See, but I didn't get he that. He sounds tape. like he's almost freaking out. See, no, I didn't get that at all. I got the opposite. I got that he sounded humbled, a little more chill about it, but being like,
2: He's wired as tight as they come. I understand where you're right? coming from. That's he,
1: what I mean. I thought I thought he sounded I, less t- t- tight wired and more just like.
2: What we don't know is if they were four and one, would he sound exactly the same, or would he or come would in he with some bravado bit, or whatever? Because let's face it, and Andy was like this. Andy Reid was like this when they when the Eagles were winning. He's telling jokes. He's coming in yes. the press conference. He's saying this to Howard when they start losing. Kind of like games, Howie Roseman. Man, is he a different guy? Howie Roseman's the jokester. Perfect example of it. Bowl. They're winning. He's like yeah. throwing
1: jokes around. He's like, ha, look at you, shooters and stuff." And I think that's natural. But sure, I are on the top I, of the mountain.
2: I agree with Andrew. I thought I, I think he, it, I think he was a little bit more, he a little bit tighter today. That's interesting. Than he
1: needed. I to definitely be. think he sounded different. We just have different interpretations of, of why a little he sounded different. Bit like
4: overconfident to the point where, like, you got fired. in. And like I don't know that he needs to be so kind. Con- like he's allowed to win seventy games this year. It's not he's not going to get fired. But if he keeps talking like playoffs, playoffs, playoffs well, here, here
2: and and I actually I, I I disagree. Even if they don't make the playoffs. It still should be the expectation. This team has enough
1: talent on it to where they should oh, be winning in the '80s. But there's
4: a difference internal and external.
1: Well, I, I he, he didn't. The fans but I, I think he's just put. You know, what's he supposed to say? His teams, his team. You, you if you're his players and you hear that, like, aren't you like, yeah? Yeah, like, like yeah, we hell do. Yeah, we do. Like, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make playoffs so another the season. Angelo or
4: can you just say that in the clubhouse?
1: But it gets yeah, I mean, they put it out
2: it, there. It, it It gets put out there. You're you're right, Andrew. It's to do, do well, these. Oh, look, I got no, it. We ripped Doug. We what these guys. are doing.
1: Well, that's the same thing, right? We ripped Doug for the whole Green Bay comment, and Doug was proven to be right. The point is, you need to back it up. If you you're say, right, you play, that's what it comes down to. Right. Yeah. it's exactly yeah. right. You could right. say that now, but you need to. You need to be a good baseball yeah. team. If you win seventy games right. and you put it out there, hey, we're gonna make playoffs. We're gonna make playoffs. And you're terrible, then that's where it becomes people, an issue. People are gonna come back and say, hey, right. hey, dude, why would you say that? You guys suck. He's, yeah. put, he's putting himself out there. I'm okay with it. I, I yeah. agree. I'm okay with that, and I, I actually respect that in a certain way that he's willing to, to put it out there. Oh, and, Jack's I, respect it too. I, <laughs> I like his comments I
4: just don't know that
1: the fan base. I understand. It. I think it, I think it's a fair point.
3: I was a little creeped out by how many times he said "man" today. He sound like he wanted to well, be relatable. It's not just yeah. man, yeah. yeah. Man. yeah. Can man. We, let's get
1: into that for a second because it's not just that. It's the brothers and the he's dirty man and like he talks like a yep. like a bro. Like it's a weird, weird. It's a weird thing coming from your manager.
2: It is because normally you're not a bro, right? you're Pete no, you You Pete McCannon. No, no, you're right. You're you're you're. When was the last bro manager that was out there? He tans. He's talking about
1: Hobie Milner. He's like, man, he's dirty. He's out there. He's dirty. Like, well, that's, yeah. that's I, it is. Yeah. But you don't hear managers talk like. That I don't. You don't. Too. I agree. I know. Mar- it's just the whole uh, the whole way. He if
2: you talks. heard him talk and listen, saw brother. his pictures, you'd Sounds think like the Macho he's Man sometimes. Brother, listen Jersey to me, brother. More than he's a baseball manager. Yeah. And let's face sure. it. He's tanned. He's buff. He's, he's,
1: when well, my wife saw him for, him for the first cut. time, my wife goes, That's the Phillies manager.
2: Yeah, man. He's
1: gorgeous. I'm like, Yeah, but I know. He I, doesn't look like a manager. I like, think like a
2: though, From talking to the guys down in spring training, uh, they, they, you can tell that they, not that they need to be talked into the whole outfield shift and all this new stuff because they, whatever's going to work the best to win them the most games, they're open to it. I think a lot of the guys kind of are like, Yeah, we'll see it out, but they all, all to a T, like him, and not just because they're saying it. You can tell. You could tell that you could tell that they they definitely they like Gabe. They like his enthusiasm. They like his energy, and they like the fact that he always has their back. Now we'll find out if he really does have their back because he. Kind of sounds like he's blaming other
1: people already. We'll see. Also, look, talk about a of the Eagles, too, and all that. I mean, winning's contagious. Losing is contagious. They both are. You know, that permeates the locker room. We saw it last year with that Phillies team last year. It was a bad team, but that month of May made it a whole lot worse, and people are fighting with each other, and the Nishik thing, and the Odebel thing, and all that. Like, bad things get magnified when you're losing baseball games, and they seem to disappear when you're winning baseball games, and, and that a difference, especially for someone who's doing things a little differently.
2: Well, I'll leave it as this. Uh, John Kaczynski said, says- I uh, asked for questions, the guy from
1: the office. Oh, yeah. that no, it's Jim. sure. Jim.
2: Uh, who's available next year for the Phillies manager opening? Boom, boom, boom,
1: bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be great. Uh, I can't. I yeah. Oh my god. Oh god, shoot me now.
3: Well, I think they're sure. out of the. the they're they went one, two, three in the first against Syndergaard. Oh. Nick Williams struck out. <laughs> <laughs> really, truly, truly shocking. Uh, I don't know. I just they need to just just they need to calm down. I wonder how hard how hard is Gabe Kapler going to get booed tomorrow. Is it gonna be like Adam Eaton getting his, his okay. World Series ring boo, or is it gonna be louder?
1: By the way, I was at that. I was there. I too. was at that game yeah. when they get when they got the rings. And it was the man, best. It was literally every single person. They had guys coming out who I'd never even heard of, like, like the deepest of bench guys who played a game on the team and we were a also. trainer. Yes, exactly. And every single person gets a Adam Assistant Eaton equipment yes, manager That was what it was and then it your Dan Baker is amazing. I know I've said that dude. It's so Always good. Sometimes. It's so good. But when traveling <laughs> secretary <laughs> What's when the name, they, Frank Copenhagen Yeah. <laughs> Director of Fun and Games, John Brazier. Um but the biggest like when Adam Eaton gets called literally a chorus of boos. Yeah, I was waiting for it. So It was like, awesome. With, like with blood in my It was great. Eyes. I was so but all for he's it. A,
2: he's, an, he's an
1: asshole That's for why. even coming
2: out and, and do that. Yes, he didn't just take it. your ring and His go home, His teammates hated him. They
1: didn't want him to be it's there. That's exactly why. He,
2: so he would get booed so he could act like a jerk-off afterwards.
1: Yep, you're exactly right. But to the point... Firstly, I hope Gabe Kapler... They're going to they, boo Gabe Kapler. It's only know, a matter though, of like, how
3: hard of a they, boo it's going to be. I feel
1: like Philadelphia's manager, Gabe <laughs> Kapler. Oh, it's gonna, there's going to be a note. Yeah,
2: it's going to well, be more right. than a smattering All smatter
1: right, so l- I hope there aren't. Giancarlo I Stanton hope,
3: got
2: booed which yesterday. Which is
1: ridiculous. In fact, in fact the how midday would, show, two homers on opening day. He strikes out five times a
2: Yeah, but... It, it's a reaction strikeout.
1: It's a reaction, reaction strike. That's not big of a deal. They're, yeah. they're booing the. They're booing the fight. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know if I'm overrated, too. That that. The, the yeah. Again. I, but it, but it, so tune in.
2: Tune in Thursday yes. at two, ten o'clock. Uh, the midday show will be saying whether or not gay couples should be booed. <laughs> That'll be the topic tomorrow.
3: Lock it in. Well, that's our topic tonight, so don't uh, don't steal it. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. I, I hope they don't boom. I'm sure there'll be some booze in there if the Phillies are smart. It's not be. Adam and Eaton, I saw boy. someone tweet this, and I don't know who it was. First of all, the Phillies were genius to have Doug Peterson throw out the first pitch. You could not have picked a better person to go out and throw the first Besides pitch. Me. If they're smart, they bring Gabe Kapler out there. I saw someone tweet this. I Glenn, can't I think tweeted it. Arm in arm, baby. Doug Peterson and Gabe Kapler. No one in that place is booing Doug Peterson. Sorry, they're not. And they until after he leaves and then and then the <laughs> the, the boom. But I think I disagree. I think it's Peterson and I think- you
2: think no, people would boo? No! 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 No!
1: No! It no. doesn't matter. You could have him next to. to I was gonna go like something well, very. But you still aggressive. have to introduce Put him, him. next to some a hole. He's getting cheered. You still
2: have to introduce him. That's not. You don't do He's, he's coming out through the first pitch, not the you introduction. Say,
1: and the first pitch, Doug okay. Peterson so, so, and Gabe Kepler is so with anyway, him as well, coming out.
2: In the in the, <laughs> in the in the unlikely occasion that you're still listening to us and on Facebook Live, check us out. High hopes podcast. We'll put out at least two episodes a week, and make sure that if you are listening, as Jack always reminds us, make sure that you give us a rating yes. so it's easier to find. So give us the give us the, the review <laughs> so we get it, and then more people can see. If you search for Affiliates Podcast, it's it's. It's not as easy as it should be to find us, and yes. we're working on that. So yes, we're working. Give us the, but the you five can star help with that. Yeah, the, the give ratings. Give us the five star rating. Really
1: up or ratings at all? Just give us ratings. And go and Please Yelp be five stars. And give us don't five let stars Jack on there too. don't let Jack knock us down from a five star rating. Please who's, do it. Do it for John. Who's Skip us. Fritzless? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody. Uh, see you Facebook Live. See you I guess. Uh We'll talk to you soon.
5: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.